Welcome to the Chosen Girl Podcast, where we believe you are made for more and you have purpose. Hey guys, welcome to another Tell Me About It episode. My name is Sarah Collins and I have a very special guest with us today. My sweet husband who is usually behind the camera and you finally get to see his face. Hunter Collins, everybody. Hey guys. <laughs> or, I'm sorry, girls. Yes, this Chosen Girl honey. But anyway, we're crazy and we usually have super deep conversations while going down the highway while we're driving and the car is a very safe place for us so we thought what better of a place to continue our talk uh, with questions on relationships than in the car so just to let you know we're completely hands-free I have control of the camera and Hunter's driving so we're completely legal um, so Hunter let's just uh, get right to it um, one of our number one questions that we've received like continuously while we've been taking relationship polls is how did you know he was quote the one and I feel like we as women have built up this like huge the one like you know you see it in movies and it's very dramatized and you know it's very emotional and very like just this huge moment of confirmation so I just kind of wanted to get your take on that and kind of your experience with dating and then what was different um, when we met and stuff like that okay uh, the one I feel like oh. it's I feel like that's so built up uh, but but it's true I think that you'll know uh, I think that for some it takes a little bit longer to know than others um, just with mine and Sarah's uh, case I I did not think like on our first or second day like oh my gosh I know I'm gonna marry this girl uh, I didn't know that there was something different about her that I had not experienced uh, previously but um, I didn't have this big grand moment of I'm gonna marry her you know tomorrow uh, as our relationship went on there's there continued to be this difference in Sarah than anybody else that I had dated uh, and it was something that was good um, but I think one of the main one of the one of the main ways that I really kind of knew was when I was around my family they my family told me like hey that's the girl you're gonna marry and I'm like how do you how do you know I don't even know this yet but uh, <laughs> but no they were like just the way you talk about her like the way that you light up when when you talk about Sarah and the way that you light up when you guys are when you see each other and and just the words that you use to describe her we know that she's gonna y'all are gonna marry one day and once my sister actually told me that uh, my, my big sister told me that and I was like huh and I really started thinking about it I was like she is she's so much different and and it's such a good difference than anybody else that I had dated and it really it was like I I enjoyed talking about her. I enjoyed being around her, and it was something that was just—I don't know—you you feel different about the person. I feel like uh, I so really just asked him that, so I'd feel good about myself <laughs> while he was saying all of those nice things. 
boost in confidence. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, we just want to give like this huge disclaimer before we get into some of these topics. Like Hunter and I, we've been married this year for five years. We by no means are relationship experts. <laughs> we can very much so tell you what not to do. <laughs> <laughs> like we have our share of disagreements we have our share of arguments um, but one thing that we keep coming back to like as we were talking about our notes is like we don't know what we would do in those harder times like if God wasn't the foundation of our relationship oh yeah sure. um, so <clears throat> I want to talk about how like I know that you know as a girl we're really easy at justifying like you could be like oh yeah you know we go to church or he goes to church and I go to church or whatever but there's a huge difference like you know I went to church for a long time but I didn't have a relationship with God I'm not judging anybody with that like obviously I'm not judging because that was me you know um and there's even times now where my relationship with God is like rocky or even like non-existent or stagnant you know I think that we've all been there but, Hunter, I just kind of want to talk a little bit about how, you know, from the beginning of a relationship, how would you give advice on um, making God like the bedrock of that relationship? And what what do you think that something that we did that might have been good? Or what, do you, what kind of advice would you give on that to like your daughter or your little sister? about how to go about that because it's easy for us to sit to sit in here and say oh yeah you need to put god first in your relationship but what does that look like i think first and foremost you want to have a confident relationship with god just you and him i feel so like true. you've got to have that foundation and that's good that is going to be the foundation in any relationship whether it be with your friends or uh, a spouse or a person that you're dating like you've got to have that one-on-one -on -one relationship with God before I feel like you can even build anything else um, and I kind of feel like that's how we were yeah. I, we uh, right before me and Sarah started dating probably about six eight or six months before me and Sarah started dating is when I really honed in on my relationship with God I had uh, had some previous relationships uh, that didn't work out too well and then I kind of was just just like you know I'm gonna use this time between now and you know whenever to fi figure out my relationship with God and figure out where we are and how close like how close I can get to God within this amount of time and really just build that relationship with him um, and I feel like it kind of just that opened the door totally. to our relationship because when when we did meet I feel like we were kind of both on that um, spiritual growth path yeah for sure um, that kind of just we almost met and were like instantly accountability partners because it was you helped me with my spiritual relationship and I helped you with yours I, I yes think. I think so too for sure um, something that we did from the beginning like because um, just to kind of give you guys a little bit of context we met super young we were 17 I had just graduated high school um, and the way our birthdays fall Hunter was going into his senior year and we were both like like Hunter said just really 
learning to love God. Yeah. Um, we've both been to church. We had great Christian families. Like, can't complain. But it was like something clicked that year for us. And I think we all have that coming of age moment where you're like, what's this all about? You know? It's almost like, okay, I've, I've had my fun and I've done my Jesus relationship. But, like, it's time to get serious now with Jesus. Yes. Like, like what's it all for? Like, right. that's what that's where we both were. And about six months before we had met, um, I have this written in my journal, which is super strange. But, like, I had written down in my journal that I felt like God was trying to tell me that I need to wait on His timing. I mean, you've heard this a million times. Yeah. I need to wait on His timing and that I need to be single. And I did not take the Holy Spirit's advice. And I had a couple of failed relationships. Um. Just, I mean, small little dates that didn't go right, you know. And, and I I had the thought of, like, oh, I'm young. Like, I'm having fun. Like, if somebody wants to buy me dinner and take me to a movie, like, why not? But I think that, that what God was trying to show me was, like, the purpose in dating is, like, you're going to marry someone eventually. And dating is, like the prerequisite to that you know yeah. like like you've got to be intentional in that and I was just kind of like dilly-dallying around like trying to have a good time or whatever and and the Holy Spirit just kept working on my heart in that time and so I finally broke off the relationship that I was in right before I met you about three weeks before I met you and the the day that I met you and we had you know we had met each other and we had several conversations that day um, I felt God tell me like, hey, aren't you glad that you don't have a boyfriend right now? <laughs> like, you know, like God has a sense of humor, but, but going back to the question, like if God wouldn't have been working on both of us, like his timing was so perfect. I don't think that the place that I was in, even like two months prior to meeting you, and I think that you could say the same thing. I don't know if we would have prioritized God like we did right, from the yeah. beginning. And don't get me wrong, we messed up a lot in that. We It's so easy to get wrapped up in like romance and it's easy to get wrapped up in the excitement and that kind of becomes an idol of sorts. Um, like the flirtatiousness and the excitement, like you know, it's exciting when yeah. you first start dating somebody. But like, um, Hunter came to me one day and he's probably going to hate me for bringing this up. And he was like, I think that we should pray together. Like, often. Like, every time we leave each other. And I was like, let's do it. You know. And, you know, if you're the one that... It doesn't matter who initiates that in a relationship. If you're in a relationship that that brings, like, reservation to someone. They're like, no, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't think you should be in that relationship. Like... I'm not judging anyone for not wanting to pray, but if you're looking for a godly relationship, if you can't pray with someone, um, and it doesn't have to be eloquent and pretty, it can be messy and funny and and still respect God, but I mean, I feel like that was a bedrock of our relationship. Yeah, and that's still, like, we still make it a habit to pray together at least once a day. Sometimes it's twice. But so that that's something that we started as soon as we started dating. Well, pretty much a couple months into when we started dating, and then that we still do, you know, now yeah, after being married for five do. years. Um, let's talk about how um, I feel like we had both gotten into the point when we started dating that we were kind of like no more games like this is not a game and we're not playing head games so we were very open about 
our expectations and boundaries and even like boundaries like temptation and with sex and with um, just any kind of temptation that would come along so um, I think that you're the one that brought up boundaries first maybe I, I can't I remember, remember. I, I mean it's super important especially if you uh, have strong opinions about about things it's it's good to set boundaries um, that way I mean even at the beginning totally um, you know just bring it up like hey let's go over what you expect out of this relationship and what I expect out of this relationship and let's bring everything to the floor like this is off limits this is yes. okay um, because if if like I mean not to be harsh or anything but like don't waste your time on somebody that doesn't have the same the same opinions as you or or the same you know uh they have one set of boundaries and you have another set of boundaries yeah. you're not i mean it's not going to work they're always going to be trying to push your boundaries so so it's good to sit down toward the beginning of the rela relationship and set those boundaries and, and, and have a heart-to-heart -heart conversation with them like, hey, this is something I strongly want to accomplish in our relationship totally. and this is a boundary for me. Like, let this is this is as far as we're going to go and we're not going to go any farther or this is what we do and we're not going to do this any other way. Like, that's, that's my boundary. And I think that if you have somebody that um, has the same viewpoint and the same... Um, goals and object objective <laughs> objective is you I know like I totally get it because there were times and like you know everybody faces temptation in a relationship with someone that they love oh yeah um, especially when we got engaged like I knew like there was a ring on my finger we were going through with the wedding I knew in my heart of hearts this was who God had for me and he felt the same way when you're in a situation where you're by yourself and no one would have known what we did except us and God it is so hard to not give in to that temptation but the thing is we had that boundary set from like week two yeah like we I think we went on like uh I'm just really glad that state trooper wasn't pulling us over. That's great. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I'm really glad that, like, you know, third or fourth date, when things started to get, you know, we saw that it was going somewhere. Like, that was something that was immediately discussed. And at first, I thought it was going to be awkward. But then I'm like, you know, you can't put yourself in a situation alone with somebody and not know what they're going to pressure you into right. and not know what they're going to tempt you into because there were times um, I significantly remember that I was feeling temptation more than you were and you kind of held me up and then vice versa. You know For what sure. I'm saying? Um, and if one of us would have not been on the same page, we would have just fallen right into it. And I think, too, if we wouldn't have... If we wouldn't have set those boundaries at the beginning, and if you wouldn't have set, you know, if we wouldn't have at the beginning of our relationship sat there and be like, okay, this is who we are. Yes. This is this is what we are going to do, and this is what how we are going to act, and this is how our relationship is going to be. Then, like in those tough situations, we wouldn't have known. Like I totally. could have had an expectation, and you could have had an expectation, but who knows if my expectation would have been 
different from yours and and something happened and that really ruined the relationship absolutely you know because so it's it was super important for us to set those boundaries up front so when you are in those sticky situations it it helps you to both know like hey here's the expectations of the relationship so if my expectations in this moment are not congruent with that then I need to change the way I'm acting absolutely yes and I think that it's important for anyone to know like if anybody's listening or watching and you have made like if if, if you have made sexual mistakes or any kind of mistakes in a relationship before like God wipes you clean of that like that doesn't mean you have to fall back into that like if if God is convicting you to remain pure for your husband even after you've made mistakes God will empower you to do that but also let me just tell you if you're watching a movie laying on the couch and you got the lights off and things are getting romantic you're like God's not gonna like bring an angel in and scoop you up off the couch like you've got to hold yourself accountable and be with someone who's going to be accountable with you and like I don't know I think that sometimes like I'll just be real with y'all because I feel like I can like I'm a preacher's daughter and you know Hunter and I are so involved with our church and people look at our relationship and think oh they must be perfect they must have not made mistakes or they must not have arguments or anything it's so wrong but the thing is I'll tell you right now we could not have gotten through anything that we've ever accomplished with our relationship if God was not the foundation of our relationship and all glory goes to him for that because like um it's really hard to argue or go to bed at your spouse when you have a rela- or when you have a um, a habit of praying before you go to bed. Yeah. You try to pray with an angry spouse. It yeah. is really difficult. It's hard. I have done some prayers gritting my teeth before. So, <laughs> my Lord, I thank you for my husband. <laughs> He's laughing because it's true. It is true. <laughs> but yeah, it's super hard to. Go to bed mad at a spouse that you always pray with before you go to bed. So find you a spouse who you can pray with. Um, And you know, I think that too, Hunter, like, um, girls always want to know what's inside a guy's head. Like, and, and I know that I've had so many friends say like, oh, all the godly guys are taken. They're not. Go to go to a young church, and you will find some cute little Christian men looking for a nice little Christian wifey. But the thing is, like, it's God's timing. Like, yeah. if you if you want God's plan, His timing comes with it. But um, just kind of getting inside of a male's head, um, a question that is just on my mind: like, what advice would you give to like our future daughter? on dating like when you think about Hunter's already like protective of the daughters that we don't even have yet like we don't even have children and he's like no my daughter would not wear that no they cannot date till they're 25 and I'm like well we got married when we were 20 so you know um but anyway what what advice would you give to our future daughter on dating I feel like there's so much there's so much (laughs) but I think the one it's the the law of attraction so you are going to attract what you are Uh, so if you have self-respect and you know who you are in Christ then you're going to attract a guy that respects you and 
knows who you are in Christ and knows who they are in Christ because those are the only type of God that is going to respect you and and, and be with you in that God triangle. Uh, so I think that would be, if I had to pick one, it would just be that you attract who you are and that if you have self-respect, like know who you are in Christ. Like that's why it's so important to build that relationship with God first and to know that who you are with God. Like I'm a daughter of God, I'm a son of God, and that that's who I am first and foremost and no guy or girl in my case can can change that because wow. that's what I have, number one. And that's my number one even as we're dating and, and when we get married. Like, it's always our goal to have Jesus as our number one in our life. So, making that our number one priority even before we get into a relationship or before we get to dating is, is, is I think, one of the keys. And that helps you to know who you are. And also, if you are... If you know who you are and you're living that life out, like you're living a godly life out, you're going to attract a guy that is living a godly life out too. So, I mean, you might attract people that say that they're a Christian or, or they, you might attract people that that aren't who you want them to be. Like, yeah. you know, that aren't the person that you want to marry. But it's going to be so easy to spot those people and be like, oh, I don't need to date that person. Mm. Like, because you can tell if you are truly in your, with your relationship with God and you know Jesus and you know that you are with him, number one and foremost, I think that it's so easy to tell and it's so easy to just ask, like, is this the person I'm supposed to be with? And God will give you the answer. God will totally give you the answer. That is so good. And the thing is, like, if we're looking, that's a whole chosen message, yep. is we're looking for God's will because He has chosen us for more. Yep. And the thing is, He's not going to force us to be chosen. We have to make that conscious decision. So even like with something like dating and relationships, um, don't settle for anything less than God's best because living a chosen life is all about not settling for our plan when God has a way more awesomer, even though awesomer isn't a word, plan for us. Um, like I think about me, I tried to make everything work on my own before I met you and it never worked. Um, and the whole thing about chasing after God and his plan is trusting that he knows like why wouldn't we chase after the one who already knows yeah. like God the thing is me and you both started chasing God six months before we met each other and it just so happened six months later we met the person that we were supposed to marry like that's not a coincidence it's because we were getting to know the heart of God and obviously we both weren't perfect along the way with finding God's heart and we still are trying that journey but once we started it's like God started to work everything together for his good. Um, and that's what his word says. God works everything together for the good of those who love God. Um, so he, he wants that good for you. And, and he doesn't want us to settle for what we would think is best. But yeah, knowing your worth. Knowing who you are. You can't fill that void with anything else but God. And too, when you know who you are and you know your worth... 
you you're not going to allow somebody to treat you bad because you know who you are and you know your worth Mm -hmm. like you know that you're number one in god's eyes you know that you are worth him dying on the cross for you like so 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 you're not going to let somebody disrespect you you're not going to let somebody you know be disrespectful to your friends or you know hurt you or you know so I feel like push your boundaries so so many things so I feel like if I was talking to my daughter right now I would tell her like it's so important to know your worth and know who you live for because if you do then you're not going to let somebody treat you badly and if I teach my daughter that she's worth everything in the world then she's going to be looking for somebody Mm -hmm. that also treats her like she's everything in the world yeah that's good stuff that's awesome just to wrap up like what's like you know we obviously aren't marriage experts but i think we've learned a thing or two from trial and error a little bit i would say you know the best way to learn is through failure so (laughs) (laughs) we definitely aren't perfect we've learned through imperfections and we're still learning um we'll probably look back at this when we're like 75 years old if there's still a youtube when we're 75 and be like what in the world but um what what do like what's something that you've taken away from our relationship so far that you think any stage of relationship whether you're single or or dating or engaged or married um like what's some what's some takeaway wisdom that you would like to leave with our listeners about relationships i think relationships are amazing mm-hmm. um but relationships are work you <laughs> i mean with anything like even your friend relationships like just you know your best friend like you can't expect you to have a best friend if you never talk to them true uh, or if you never see them so the same thing goes with dating or a marriage you've got to You've got to put in the effort and the work. And I think especially with marriage, for those of you guys that are younger or or that have just kind of started a marriage journey, it's super important to learn how to communicate, I think. Uh, That's something that Sarah and I really struggle or have struggled with. Um, It's just kind of knowing, like, the way that I communicate, and I think it's love languages, it's totally, it's totally love the love languages. Yes. But, uh, so, like, I communicate in a different way than Sarah does. And she communicates in a different way than I do. So, it's super important to learn how the other person operates and learn how they how they see love. Um, because you don't always see the same thing. Yeah. That's so true. And we we have the Love Languages quiz linked in our last Tell Me About It, part two, with um, our moms. Um, so I encourage you guys to take that because it's true when they say opposites attract. Um, I love words of affirmation. That's me. Hunter's all about some quality time. So, like, I may, like, tell him, oh, you look so cute today, or oh, thank you so much for taking out the trash. But that really doesn't mean a thing. Or, I mean, it means something, but it doesn't speak more love to him as, like, me sitting down and, like, watching a movie with him while we're on the couch eating popcorn. Um, just, like, spend... That sounds good. We should do that tonight. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, like, you know, you've got to cater to that person 
right. I've learned that a lot too and I still need to learn so much I, I just feel like take the time if I mean still on the advice thing like just take the time to learn how the other person functions because they don't function like you do um, no no two people on earth are alike no. so learn how they function learn what feeds their spirit um, mm. and that's hard to do especially because us as humans we put ourselves first we you know think about ourselves first but I think with any relationship um, we need to be putting our, our spouse first or our you know the person that we're dating we need to be thinking about them and how they how they act and, and what they need mm -hmm. and when we're thinking about that and it's something that's a priority to us I think that that's what we give them and it's hard because I mean just with talking about our love languages like I don't think to say stuff like thank you for taking out the trash or thank you for washing dishes like that's just not something that I personally think about so it, I it takes a conscious effort for me to be like oh Sarah's washing dishes I need to tell her hey thank you for washing dishes so uh it's just learning how that person operates I think totally and and that goes back that goes back to being intentional you know like yeah. just making sure that you even like through every stage dating being even being single um, getting engaged and being married, like consciously making an effort with that person. Because I think that something that I fell into when I was dating was just um, kind of that like K-Sara-Sara attitude, like whatever will be, will be. Um, but I think that's really toxic when it comes to thinking about God's plan. Because the thing is, if we're not living on purpose, we're not going to live in purpose, yeah. you know? So, yeah, I totally agree with that 100%. Thank you for coming on. Tell me about it this week, You're Hunter. Welcome. This has been our first of hopefully many car conversations. <laughs> and we hope that this helped someone. We hope and pray for you guys that no matter what stage you're in in a relationship, that you will be intentional that you will ask for God's insight because His is the most important, especially above our own, um, and that we can ultimately achieve His plan in that and trust Him in His timing. Yep. So, thank you for listening. Make sure to subscribe wherever you listen or watch. Make sure to tag us in your pictures of chosen merch. And also, if you have any questions or prayer requests, we are here for you, girlfriend. Just shoot us a DM or a email, and we'll be happy to pray for you. So, y'all have a great week. We'll see you next week. See ya. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode. Remember to subscribe to Weekly Encouragement at thechosengirl.com. Now go out and live that chosen life in Him, friends. We'll meet back here next week.